that's how you got your music out before radio was going yeah. and doing live shows. And these motherfuckers are sitting here in 2023 still trying to do pre-radio type of strategy. And yeah. I'm sitting here, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> no, because, man. Because, oh. because you're sitting here trying to... What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Music Making Sense podcast. It's your boy Harkos here. Along, as always, with me is... KP! Yeah. KP's right here in the motherfucking building. And he has got his microphone fixed, so he doesn't sound <laughs> like he's in the back of his fucking room anymore. No, so, I don't. <laughs> episode three, you know what it is. We're getting this taken care of. Hell yeah. How the hell y'all doing today, man? Hey, KP, what's been going on with you last week, man? You've been doing oh, good? Oh, man. Been good, man. I've just been doing, um, working working quite a bit with artists and um, working with my artists. And finally got this mic cord. Which is really cool, okay, Mike Cable. So it's really dope. Shout, shout, shout out to uh, Roland for their um, amazing Mike Cable. This Mike Cable is the um, it's the um, dynamic cable that goes into the USB. And I swear, this thing when I actually put it on and I was listening through listening to myself through my Logic Pro, I was blown away. So I'm like, hell yeah. So now I feel good having a nice a microphone that actually, well, it always worked, but now having a quality cable that it cuts right. through does make a lot of, you know, and it just it yeah. makes a world of difference. So that and um been working on my drums, um, getting ready to do some things. So I'm gonna go, I need to, I need to definitely uh get in touch with my my kids. I've been I've been missing my girls, so that's gonna be something I really need to do. So you guys out there yo if you got kids man make sure you know we we need to make sure that we we're we're, we're we meet, we need to make sure that we're keeping in contact with them and and letting them know that we love them and even though if we're going through schedules and tough times or whatever man we still need to let them know that they are a part of our hearts and no matter what we are always i know for a fact for me and i know for hark i know you definitely you know we do it for our kids for sure absolutely man the kids are Kids are definitely where it's at, you know, and some people, you know, they got their own different perspective on it and stuff like that. But the way I see it, man, is like if you got kids, take care of that shit, no matter, yep. you know, how much you hate the baby mama or baby daddy, whatever the situation <laughs> right. is, whatever the situation is, you know, it, it's not about them anymore. You know what I'm saying? You're not with them anymore. Fuck them. Right. Yep. It, it's Great. about the kids, you know, because the kids is going to be what it is, you know, I mean, like ideally. You know, you raise them, take care of them. You help them be great individual humans whenever they, you know, get older. Exactly. And help them help them along the path. Obviously, they're going to do what they want. They're going to fuck up. They're going to make mistakes. Just same as what we did. You yep. know, I mean, my 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 progenitors only told me, you know, could only tell me so much that I would even listen to, you know, and it is what it is. So that's just that's just nature. You naturally want to rebel against the previous because that's how we progress as a as a human species. Exactly. You know, if we I mean, if we kept doing the same thing of hunting, hunting and gathering, people would never have started farming, you know. Use that, use that, use that, use that as like a, that's, an that's example, cool. you know? Yeah, exactly. And so, so, you know, it is what it is. You just got to try to do the best you can. Nobody's a perfect parent. And no matter how hard or how easy you are on your kids, it, it, it's not, it's not about how you want them to be. 
with the details. You just need to make sure that they're happy, healthy, and they're they're you know enjoying life as best they can because ultimately that's that's what life is. It's about enjoying life because if if you don't enjoy life, then what you know exactly what the fuck you know exactly it, it, it is what it is on that one you know totally agree. But, uh, yeah, absolutely. But uh, we're coming here today. I was wanting to talk to y'all about something. Um, KP's probably got some other things as well, too, to chime in with, as always. But one of the things that, that kind of hit me, I always see artists talking about this. As, as some of y'all may know, some of y'all may not know, I mainly operate in the hip-hop space. Uh, I work with artists from all different ranges, but myself, I'm a hip-hop artist, and right. so I have a lot of hip-hop artists or just like solo R&B or whatever, like kind of solo artist type of shit, right? So mm -hmm. as, Excuse me. as a solo artist, you know, as opposed to an artist part of a collective, right? It it's it's a natural and a good thing to collaborate with other artists on creating... Um, a song or a collection of songs or what have you. Oh man! And, yes. Yeah, it, it's crucial because you can only put out so many solo tracks, and and sometimes you can do great with solo tracks. But having features, especially especially nowadays, is is definitely crucial. And I see a lot of artists who who are not really hardly they're not hardly making anything off of their music yet mm -hmm. and they're talking about i'm going to charge for features right <laughs> and right and so so <laughs> yeah and so see you're laughing but i can go through my timeline right I now mean, no, I on can, my I facebook know, I, you know what i'm saying see, no yeah. that, i'm laughing because you telling you know right. to me you know with the comedy you laughing that yeah. he's telling because he's telling the truth it's the truth yeah and see <laughs> and what i'm saying is by not making much i'm saying that they are not a hundred percent, you know, living off of their music, making fifty thousand a year plus off of their music, right? Off of their music and their music endeavors. Like they're making less than that. They're working a regular job and they're making either zero or some money a year off of their music, right? They're not fully right. sustained off their music. That's what I'm talking about by making a little bit of like not very much yeah. money, right? Yeah, totally. Right. So so and and even some of the ones that are you know, making 50,000 a year or a hundred thousand a year or whatever like that, you know, I, those, those people who, who are making, you know, 50,000, hundred thousand a year or more off of their music and they want to start charging for features. I don't have any issues with that. It's the people right. that are not, you know, the people that are in my situation, KP situation, mm -hmm. where we are working artists, we have other things that we do as opposed to, or, you know, to help supplement our artistry same as right. what many of you all watching are probably going through as well too you you got to either a full-time job or a part-time job and you're doing your music you may or may not be making money off music whatever the situation is might be a disabled veteran collecting disability or ssi Right. right, right, yeah, yes. Speak that. Speak your truth, right? Right. Hell yeah, man. Might as well, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, but whatever your situation is, mm -hmm. I keep seeing these people, people in in that level, right? Not yeah. fully, not fully sustaining off of music. I, I see the people in that level talking about wanting to charge for features, and I strongly disagree with that. I think that you should never charge for a feature, right? There. I think what you should do as an artist is you should collaborate or feature on a track 
with as many artists as you can. Mm, right? There's so many other ways to make money, right? As a, as a, as a starting artist, like you got so many other ways to make money. And that's something I think you and I could really touch on as well, but go, yeah, yeah, well, go ahead. Yeah. It's not even that it's mm -hmm. just from a purely promotional standpoint, as well as your own personal growth. Right. Like that's what I'm talking about because the more artists that you collaborate with, the more, like for instance, in hip hop, the more different flows and different styles and you're going to be hook up on. working with. And so yeah. that helps you grow as an artist right there. And then aside from that, you have the promotional aspect of it where you are sharing yourself to other artists, fan bases, and they are sharing themselves to yours. Now, right. a lot of people, when they're not making much money or they're struggling, they're grinding, they're on that fucking grind, they have a famine mentality. And I get it. It's a natural thing. When you're not eating, you want to try to keep every morsel of food that you can. Right. I get that 100%. <laughs> I get it 100%. But in the grand scheme of things, it does not work like that, especially now in the internet age. Okay? Facts. Because, because music making music is so much cheaper and so much easier than it ever could be like i'm right here on a 300 mic in a couple hundred dollar interface in my you know my 600 gaming computer i got right you don't have right. to have all of that you can do a hundred dollar usb mic that plugs straight into uh you know a couple hundred dollar laptop that you got and you can exactly. record it on the free version of fl studio right you can record on the free version of fl studio you can get your wave all lined up all crispy clear through your fucking mic and then you can send it to somebody to mix and master for 40 bucks after you just got a, a, a lease for 20 to $40 for a beat, right? Absolutely. You can make the track, boom, just like that. You you invested a couple hundred dollars, maybe like under a thousand dollars, right? But only a couple hundred dollars for the equipment to where you can just sit there and just crank it out. You don't have to worry about paying 20, 40, 60, 80, 100 dollars an hour for yep. studio time, plus mixing and mastering, and plus, plus this, plus that, and everything yeah. like that. You and don't if you want to learn, that. and if you want to learn, how to do it you can you can save yourself you can self save yourself money you can save your and you can save yourself time mm -hmm. shout out to chris bradley of produce like a boss but that's who i invest i invested into getting produced like a boss because i wanted mm -hmm. to learn how to use logic pro also yep. you can uh, check out shout out to sides on instagram that's spelled s-e-i-d-s she does a lot of uh a lot of uh reels and um content on teaching you how to use logic pro as well so there are a lot of people out there who really takes the time to show you how to utilize these dolls and so if you want again if you want to save the money and the time hey you can go ahead and learn just like that or if you're the type of person who can scroll through youtube and just pick out the pieces that pick out the uh, the videos that you can that, that'll benefit you be my guest works mm -hmm. it works straight up we have it's like you just said we have so many we have we have so much access that yeah getting a feature it shouldn't even be it, it, it shouldn't even be an excuse not to and then and just and speaking of um features and collaborations my one of my artists shout out to my man elements mc he just became one of the top three um winners for uh the uh Kato produce Kato the producers uh challenge 
he just dropped bars on that bad boy. And I told him because and I told him through our, our coaching, through our coaching sessions, I said, bro, you need, if you want to show the showcase how dope you are, you can easily get on these collaborations with someone hot like a Cato, the producer. Shout out to Cato, the producer too. But you know what I'm saying? Cato on the track. Boy, you drop you an ice, you drop you a cold ass bar on that. You know what I'm saying? A, yeah, a quick go. eight or quick four. You know what I'm saying? You dropping that on there, bruh. And then you become one of the top, could you become one of the top uh winners or, or finalists in that contest? And you right? get the promotion out of that as you well. Get the too. promotion out of that. Exactly. You as well just, as the experience. And then you have that dude, on your on your belt as well, too. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, and that's just that's just utilizing the opportunity, and mm -hmm. and and you know like what we're saying about how you can do stuff yourself. You know, if you don't feel comfortable with that, or you want to focus more on other things, perfectly fine. But what I'm trying to say is that it's focus easier and cheaper. Yeah, yeah, your strength. Yeah, absolutely. It's easier and cheaper to create and distribute music as well, too, because you can distribute it for free on a muse. You can distribute it for $20 a year with DistroKid. You don't have to be signed to a label. You don't have to get your shit physically in stores. You don't have to press it up and sling it out your trunk at a fucking gas station anymore. Nothing like that. You don't have to do that. And you don't have to worry about being stuck in that city mindset where you're focusing on, oh, I got to be known in my city so I can get known regionally and, you know, worldwide and everything like that. It doesn't have to be like that anymore. Mm. And my, my thing is, is that like, you should go out there and I practice what I fucking preach too with this is that you should go out there and you should collab with as many people that want to collab with you. Okay. Right. So you reach out to somebody and you're like, Hey man, I really dig your music. Would you want to, you know, hop on a feature, you know, or, or collab with me on some, you know, some way, shape or form, like you reach out to them or whatever. Mm -hmm. And if they say, Oh yeah, well I charge, you know, $600 a feature or whatever. And you'd be like, okay, well I don't have $600. So you just say, no, thank you or whatever. Right. But on the other side, you got to be like that with people as well too. And what I recommend starting out, right is when you're doing a feature do mm -hmm. a simple split sheet for those of y'all don't know what a split sheet is it's very very simple yeah, it's just point. you just write up a simple little agreement between right. you and the other person where you go in at whatever percentage you guys agree to but let's just say for instance you go in 50 50 on investment as well as revenue so yeah. if you guys are purchasing a beat you split the beat 50 50 right the price of it or whatever and then mm -hmm. if you're wanting to do a video whatever um you know if you both know how to do video work you, you put the time in you know you split 50 50 with the time or if you pay right. for somebody to do it you split 50 50 with that um with the promotion you know you figure out how much of a budget you all want to put up towards it you do 50 50 you know exactly with, with that as well too you put that all in the contract right mm -hmm. and it's just it can be a one-page little document where you say you know this is me this is you we agree on this day to collaborate on you know this one track or this ep or whatever the situation is you know we will go you know here's our budget here's what we're doing here's the track here's the price everything like that just write down all the fucking details it doesn't have to be in legal language either it can be in regular language right right obviously don't use a ton of slang with it make it you know just standard english make or it enough language. to where a fourth grader can read it 
Well, make it make it enough too as well. Yeah, yeah, make it enough too as well. If you happen to get in a disagreement with the other person, and it happens to go to you know small claims court or whatever, you know because you guys are disputing over a few hundred dollars or a few thousand dollars or whatever, right? Right. You have to go to the small claims court that you could put it in front of a lawyer or a judge, and they could read it and be like, "This isn't legalese, but this is a legally binding contract between these two these two humans, right?" Mm-hmm. And 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 go from there. And I recommend that you do that with every single person, right? And it could be like I said, simple one page. You don't have to get a lawyer involved or nothing like that. If you right. two agree to something and you both sign and date it, and you both have copies of it, unaltered copies, and they look the same, everything like that. Have right. it on physical paper as well, too. Whatever you know, protect the document. Put mm-hmm. it as an NFT, you know, with with an actual uh, smart contract or whatever if you want. Right. If you want to get super super technical with it, but but have the agreement out there and then execute. Okay. Exactly. And even even if y'all's budget is only you know two hundred dollars combined, right? You you only got a hundred. He's got a hundred. You know, she whatever. Who whoever's got a hundred combined? Yeah. 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 I I just say you know. No, I feel you. No, I totally anyway, feel you. No, anyway, feel you. but Absolutely. you 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 put that together with them, and then you execute. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you keep doing that. And then you keep working with more and more people who are willing to just have these everything with you, right? Not wanting to charge anything, nothing like that. I mean, if you want to go for it, but I don't think you should. I don't think it's necessary because with that right there, putting that into action as well as actually having like a a laid out at least a 30 day action plan on uh, promotion and dropping things and, you know, you know, going on podcast, stuff like that, like a full Mm -hmm. out you know, marketing thing and, you know, shameless plug, you can contact either me or KP and we can help you design that for you. But anyway, on it. you can, you can put it together yourself as well too, if you feel like it, but you put together an actual plan of action with that. And you keep doing that with as many different people as want to work with you. Right. And then right. the more people that work with you, the more it's going to happen. For instance, I have done, uh, one feature it was like uh, me and like four other people on on one artist track from one of my UK homies, K Souls. Right? Shout out to okay. K Souls. Shout out to K Souls. I've heard of him. He's pretty dope. <laughs> and then, um, so so I was on a track with him a couple years ago or whatever. Okay. And then me and him got on a a, a track just me and him uh, at the beginning of the year put out called Stranger. Right? And he he had the beat he had the engineering and everything like that he's like hey i'll do everything this is my track you you hop on it or whatever you know and i was like all right cool i was like well i want to put together a music video and put out clips for it and everything like that and different promotional pieces i was like so you know if you get it shot you send it over to me i'll edit it right so we worked it out to where like you know he got the beat he did the you got the engineer engineering portion of it done i sent over my my vocal stems he got all that done he got the distribution up through his uh indie label he's on over there in the uk called bard picasso and um he uh he he did that portion or whatever and then i did the video portion and stuff like that i edited that thing and you know put it all out or whatever right Mm -hmm. well um so we got that taken care of, and you know we have a, a, a couple other tracks that we're working on as well too um, that we're putting together and everything. Well, I had um, an artist that knows him and that that knows me as well too that I, I used to talk to a couple years ago or whatever whenever I had my radio show style podcast where I would promote people's music and play music and everything like that. I remember him from back then, but I ain't talked to him since like 2020. And right. he hit me up the other day, and he was like, "Hey." You know, I heard that track with you and K Soul, Stranger, man. That shit's dope. 
you know, I was like, oh, I appreciate mm-hmm. it, man, everything like that. And he's like, man, uh, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to collab with you on a track. And I was like, yeah, it's cool, man. I'm always down to collab, man. Just let me know whatever, you know? Right. And, uh, yeah, it, it, it goes from there. Now, the only time I would recommend that you, so, 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 this is how I would recommend that everybody does it. So keep doing it like that, 50-50 everything, put a simple contract, right? Once you get to a point where you are are getting too many collaboration requests. Right. And, and uh, of people who will agree to those terms of 50-50, right? Mm-hmm. And you can put down a budget. What I would recommend doing is once you start getting so many people, I would before you start charging, I would start raising the amount of uh, promotion investment required from the other person. Right. So at first I would say, hey, let's keep it open. What's what's your budget on this? Oh, you can only do one hundred dollars this month. Okay, I'll match the hundred dollars. We're going to put that down. We're going to do two hundred dollars worth of promotion for the first month of this promotion. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, then once you're getting so many people and you're like, you know, some people only got 50 bucks, some people got 100 bucks, some people got a couple hundred, whatever situation you're getting so many people and you're like, hey, I'm getting kind of overwhelmed. What you can do in order to maximize what you're doing is start saying, hey, I'm not charging $500, but you got to have at least $500 for the first month of promotion to put in on your end. I will match. Or you got to have at least $750 or $1,000 or whatever you can do, obviously, right? But but bring it up to that level, right? Or, you know, whatever your situation is, but start bringing up the the the, the monetary investment required from the other artist and Hundred percent towards promotion, not towards your fucking your 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 blunt, not towards your drink, not towards, <laughs> not towards your your rent, yeah. not towards your rent, not towards whatever. Right? It's all going a hundred percent, you know, into PayPal to go on to promotion for all the social media platforms and everything like that. And right? make it's sure going- you put it under goods and services. Don't do family and friends. Yeah, exactly. Do goods and services. That way, if there's any dispute. It is easily disputable and everything like yep. that. You can get your money back, everything like that. Exactly. Just like he said. Yeah, there's a fee. Equate for the fee. Be like, hey, you know, send plus the extra 3% or whatever, right? Whatever the situation. And and, and do that, right? And just, and just keep bumping that level of investment up. Because what will happen is you keep you start doing the low-level ones where, you know, people are putting in $20, $50 a month or whatever, right? And then as you keep going, it goes to 100 and keeps going more. And then you will be able to start putting more in because of your 50% you're getting back from all these collabs that you're doing and all the growth that you're getting on your personal socials and streaming platforms and your right. personal growth as an artist. You will start getting up. You will start making, bringing some more money in. And then you will also raise your profile online. Which is which is the new city now, right? Social media have their have their different cities. You got Facebook City, you got yeah. Twitter City, Twitter. you got you got Instagram, Instagram City, city. You, got, yeah. you, got the, you got the new uh, Twitch, you got Reddit, you got yeah. fucking all those, right? All those them. those are the cities now. It's yeah. not L.A. and Tokyo and, and New York and, and you yeah. know Atlanta. It's not it's not those cities anymore. Yes, they connect though. The, the social media platforms connect you to those physical right. cities like a. And, in LA and Tokyo yeah. and 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 so those forth. cities have a physical infrastructure that is good right. for the physical element of your promotion. However, we are living in a digital society in a hyper digital society where people 
spend most of their time on on digital right yep. not in physical and as much as people are like oh well people are going out to shows now and you know it's it's a boom for the shows and everything it's it's only going to last so long people are going to start getting lazy again like they were pre-pandemic right so pre-pandemic shows were hard as fuck to get people to come out to and everything like that lockdown happened after lockdown people had that pent up they wanted to get out and go do yep. so now it's at a boom because it's making up lost time once they feel like they've made up lost time it starts it's going curve, down curve right back down right yep. and i always tell artists too when they're like oh well you got to do local shows blah 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 and everything like that I'm like, okay, when was the last time you went to a live show and paid for it to go be a spectator? You know, exactly. how many times, how many times a month do you do that versus how many times a month do you become entertained on a digital platform from music? Right. That's what, that's what live I stream people. performances. <laughs> I mean, you got live stream performances, you got regular music video, you got yep. any and all content that an artist will put out. You got just their music itself, everything like that. You will spend 90, at least 90% of your time for a standard month consuming entertainment, especially music entertainment, digitally. Most people, excuse me, most people only go to a physical concert a couple times a year. Okay, dude. And, and, back in the day when I was coming up, just from what you're just just tagging what you're saying, mm -hmm. bro. Back when I was coming up, like in the '80s, man, I remember before we even had before we even had the before we the even went digital and internet, right. right? It was television. Mm -hmm. I remember seeing when we saw Michael Jackson do his moonwalk. It was on Motown 25 on um, NBC. Mm -hmm. I remember that. I remember that moment. It was. Yeah, it, we, you we didn't watch, see it. Yeah, we didn't, didn't see it, on, it at your local bar. No, you saw it on digital. You saw it on. You saw it on television. Mm -hmm. You saw it on media. Mm -hmm. That's why when people want to say, "Oh my God, social media is ruining me," bruh, social media is just an extension from what television was, from what mm -hmm. the radio was, and now we have internet radio. We have yep. podcasting. We have, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, the thing is that a lot of them don't want to, we don't want to, we don't want to look at the fact that it's changed. And those certain things have made that, made those changes. No, right? they don't want to look at it changing. Yeah. And the fucked up part about it is, on my perspective is, mm -hmm. is like, like you just said, right now we're at internet. Before internet, we had television. Before television, we had radio. Before radio, we had your local town only and you know circuses and and music groups they will go travel Probably, town yep. to town yep. town to town and put up posters and stuff like that you know people will go beforehand put up posters and everything and get people to go to a physical thing mm -hmm. and that's how you got your music out before radio was going yep. and doing live shows and these motherfuckers are sitting here in 2023 still trying to do pre-radio type of strategy and yeah. i'm sitting here i'm like what the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> no because, man because, oh, because you're sitting here wow. trying to you're sitting here being like oh yeah 2023 blah 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 everything like that but then you're you're your your most of your promotional strategy is pre-radio style yeah you know what I'm saying? And, like and, motherfuckers aren't yeah. even trying to get on radio. They're trying to no. do live shows. Oh, we gotta do live shows first. I'm like, what are you in the fucking 1800s? Yeah. Like, really. what the fuck is going on here? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because just like you said, 
It used to be town to town. You had to go in person and hope those people came out. Whoever came out, those are the people that you had to get their attention, to get them to like you, and then possibly sell them something right there on the spot, right? Then radio came around, and then you would get your music played on the radio stations in order to get that out to the people and stuff like that, and then you would be able to go to those towns where your music was getting called in more and stuff like that, or your music was getting played, and then you can um, you know, sell your albums or your CDs, cassettes, whatever the, the mm-hmm. media for consumers music was at that time records whatever in local shops and stuff like that and the people like oh i heard these people on the radio the other day blah 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 and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and then television came out and then once music started being on television and everything like that then you could see it more you could hear it more you could consume it more and then still you know you could go see them live when they came around you would know when they're coming around live information is growing 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 you're getting involved in more information and and for so long until you know especially the last five years with social media and everything like that been exploding over the last five years but for so long musicians had that that hard hard time of trying to get a fan base and trying to get sales and trying to get growth and stuff like that because they had to literally grind it out on the ground. And then it was so expensive to get in on radio. It was super, super expensive to get on on TV. Now you can throw up $40 a fucking weekend and get exposure to tens of thousands of people on just one social media platform and, you know, gather new fans (laughs) and new exposure and everything like that for 40 fucking bucks while and you can run that campaign over a weekend while you're literally you could literally drink yourself into a coma the whole fucking weekend while that promotional run is running and and get and get you know tens of thousands of of people exposed to you and your music exactly i know know you can literally do not a damn thing after (laughs) after you implement that ad yeah you say okay start Here's the end date. Here's the how much. Here's the parameters. Here's go. Parameters. Go. Then you can yeah. go and do any fucking thing that you want to do. Yeah. Anything non-promotional. Like you literally, you could just go and sit in the woods in a cabin and just sit there and literally watch the trees move for the whole yeah. weekend. Right. You could do it nothing. And it'll still go. It'll still get you that exposure and stuff like that. And for cheap too. Mm-hmm. I mean, like however much money you want to put in. But I'm saying it's not the, you know, you don't have to worry about payola anymore on radio i still see people bitching My about payola God, on ra- I, see people, I see people bitching about payola on radio st- like terrestrial radio dude, stations dude. Oh. radio stations and even people talking about bitching about payola on like you know live streams on twitch and shit like that i'm like you know who why? really bitches about it you want to know who really bitches about that what's up hard rock and metal bands okay tell and me I'm saying i, I want to know something about that Let me and know. i'm saying that because I have because of my fact that I've been in a hard rock and metal band, you know, for the for, 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 been in, in hard rock and metal for 20, for the past 23 years. Mm-hmm. And to this day, I've had two artists that I currently speak with who were in who were in the scene. Still speaking about payola, still speaking about how um, a, a, a band has to match the merch when they go, like if they plan on a big festival, they have to, uh, a local band who's starting out, they have to match, if they're getting invited to that festival, they have to match the prices of the merch that the the, the bigger bands have, things like mm-hmm. that. I mean, and still talk about payola. 
and it's talking about well, and 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 it's still and the funny funny part is still a lot of them now they use today's um, internet as an excuse to why they shouldn't practice anyway. This is what what's you, going. What on. Do you, I, I want some details, man. Like, what okay, do you I'm mean? Gonna, like, I'm how, get, how, about to let me get okay, let me yeah, get, yeah, let yeah, me get yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah. Let me get into it. Okay, so here's one of them. Here's a great detail. Okay. A friend and I got into this. We, we we got into this because he was saying that he still he to like it was like a couple months ago, a couple months ago, he was still complaining about payola about how bands still have to match. Like if you're a band who's just starting out, or you're an up and coming band who's not signed to a label, and you got invited to a big ass hard rock or metal festival. You have to, the thing is that in order to be on that, on that card, you have to, he's, he still believes that you have to pay a certain amount, 2,500 bucks. Then you have to have your, um, merch match the same price. Your merch prices have to match the, um, the bands that are signed to a label. So like if you're playing, say you opened up for Slipknot. Mm-hmm. Your price, the price of your merch has to match theirs. So if you were selling it at 10, at 10 bucks, now you got, if you're doing this show, you got to sell your merch at 25. Your shirt's at 25. One more time, your, your feed broke up again. Okay. Yeah, so your shirt's at 25, okay. Yeah, so your shirts have to, you have to raise your shirts to 25 bucks. He's complaining about it. And then I'm, and, and, and what I was saying to him was this, dude, with the internet, do you know how much easier it is to be able to be a, to be a local band or a start a startup band without a label who can build a fan base online to where if they're in that if they get invited to this festival they're going to be able to match they're going to be able to price match they're going to be able to raise their prices up to 25,000 to 25 bucks if they if they built their fan base online i said it's so much easier now to do i said shit i'm sell, I'm, I'm selling shirts at 20 bucks mm-hmm. and 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 i'm and all i got to do is, is i got and i have a website so was his complaint that hey I can only really get people to pay $10, not really much more because they don't know who the hell I am for a shirt. But whenever I go to this yes. festival or concert, I got to charge 25 bucks and people aren't buying them as much. Yeah. And I'm okay, trying but, to tell him. But wouldn't, and, and but wouldn't the profit margin, if you sold them at 25, even if you sold less volume, the profit margin would still be equal or if not greater than? Greater than. But the thing is that he so feels like. So what the like, fuck is he bitching right, about? Well, because what, what his what his gripe was this is that uh-huh. it's the whole idea of you. There's no way in hell that you can make that happen unless you're signed to a label like a metal blade. Right. This is his whole. He's still stuck in that mindset. And there's I'm a like, ton dude, of people still stuck in that. They're like, oh, dude, I need a label. Th- oh, I need to be saying. signed. And I'm saying that that is a lot of them is in, in rock and metal. Like, and it's still what, what kills me too is that a lot of rock and metal artists are now using technology in a way where they're using it as an excuse to also not practice or to cut out collaborations. I'm like, dude, do you understand? If you're gonna, if you do that, do you, it just, it just baffles me how much 
Uh, and, and another, the funny thing is that another one of our um, marketers in our school mentioned this as well. He was talking to, he was talking with Sean about it. And mm -hmm. Sean was tripping out because he didn't realize that as many hard rock and metal acts don't get into marketing. When, if you look at the history of hard rock and metal, it was always been the band versus the brand. Right. Kiss, you just mentioned Kiss. Yeah. Kiss is a brand. Kiss is a huge brand. Huge and it's brand. and it's funny when I'm sitting here having talks with local Washington state artists, especially rock and metal artists here. It's almost like pulling teeth for them to grasp the concept that digital marketing content creation is where it's at and dude i have that same problem with hip-hop artists as well too. Oh, i know there's a lot of hip-hop artists who still got that mindset oh my they god still got that mindset Ugh. they use they use they use social media as an excuse they'll try to downplay it and mm -hmm. and, and all that stuff you know just like I, I i think i can't remember if me and you were talking about it on on call or on on, on stream or not but how i was talking i was talking to somebody about uh, I can't remember who I was talking to. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Probably me. Where, where when hip-hop was gaining more and more popularity, there were so many people saying, that's not real music. They don't even play instruments. That was, yeah, that was us, yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. They, don't even, they don't even play instruments. People are using that same thing, that same mentality, that same, that same way of thinking towards technology and social media. They're yeah. saying, oh, well, that's not real. No, but it's reality. Thank it you. is what it is. Yes, and it was created it be, by humans. It didn't just yeah. shit itself out. And even if you use AI, right? Like, oh, AI, that's not real. It doesn't matter if it's tangible or intangible, whether you can put your fucking hands on it or not. No. Is it entertainment content? Yes. And you speaking know, of like, AI, that's a great fucking tool. I'm sorry. It I really mean, is. It, it can be if you know how to use it. Yeah. But see, and see, that's the thing, too, is that I think that all these people who who are who think that they have to have a label in order to get on, who think that social media is not the way to go and need to have ground game or whatever their their excuses for not learning or at least finding a good digital marketer to help them market digitally, their excuse for that is because they they are not taking the time to to realize that they need to adapt they need to change and and it's a or, business or or they're just using an excuse for their, their own inadequacies for not having the motivation to get the fuck up you know what and, I'm saying? And, I, and a lack I of see, knowledge of business i feel like they're they're they're, they're very mm -hmm. i feel like a lot of artists take business they don't they they take business as a fucking joke i i really feel like a lot of artists out here in promotion yeah. they take it as the whole business P -p promotion mm -hmm. the marketing the advertising the the whole the, the logistics everything i feel yeah. like a lot of artists take the business the business the practices the administration all of the administrative work the man they take it as a goddamn joke well, and see, the thing is, too, is what really trips me out over here in the hip hop space, especially is when people say, oh, I'm just going to make the music and let the people uh, let, let the people, the people decide. Oh, my but the, God. The, mu the music will speak for itself. Like I literally I asked somebody, I was like, hey, what's your plan on marketing this? Oh, I'm just going to put it out, man. The music will speak for itself. I was like, the music can't speak for itself. and Nobody fucking hears it. 
Like I had a dance producer tell I had a dance producer tell me that he deserves to play in Spain and that God has sent him to do this and that's the mission and that's his perspective. I'm okay. like, bro. Well, okay. then he needs to go to all the his religious. <laughs> he needs to go. So whatever religion he is with God, right? He needs to go to all of those organizations and have them sponsor him to get to a trip to Spain and perform. That's not how he okay. looks, but that's the point. He don't look at it I like mean, that, right? I mean, every religion has a missionary <laughs> missionary extension of them where, the, where where these missionaries, I remember I grew up in the church, and missionaries would come around. They would go church to church. This is back in the day before internet, obviously. Yeah. But they would go church to church and raise money for their trip to X place, Y place, whatever, you know, wherever they were going. So right. if if you if you feel that way, then you should be able to go to whatever organization but even still like right there that speaks on it right exactly if, if you feel that you deserve to go someplace how do you get the means right you tap into people who support you if people don't know you they're not going to support you exactly. they have to know you they have to like you and they have to trust you no like and trust it's very very uh it's, it's, it's very, very real. People yeah. have to know you. They have to like you and they have to trust you in order for them to support you in any way, especially financially. Right. No matter how much money they have, if they have a dollar to their name or if they have billions of dollars to their name, they have to know, like and trust you in order to invest with you. Now, how much they invest with you will depend on the level of trust that they have in you and the level of support that they have for you. But you have to get it out there. Like, like, for instance, let's use that hypothetical. Let's say, let's say I'm the hypothetical person. I feel that God told me that I deserve to, to perform in Spain. So what I'm going to do, right? So since I feel that way and Harcos just told me, hey, man, you know, okay, well, you feel like that. You need to go to around, around to all of the, all of the Baptist churches, and get in fundraising and for them to go right. I was raised in the Baptist church, so let's just use that, right? All of the yeah. Baptist churches, and you have to get them to to you know donate to your cause and help get you to Spain. All right. So how much is it going to cost you to go to Spain? Oh, it's going to cost you three thousand dollars. Okay, five thousand dollars, right? You know, right. board or whatever. This is for you to go there and perform in the streets of Spain for you know three days and then fly you back, right? Five thousand dollars, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. You need to get five thousand dollars. Go around to all the Baptist churches, start in your town, and then move out from there, right? Right. Okay, so I feel that way. So what am I going to have to do? I'm going to have to go to the church. I'm going to have to get very uncomfortable because I'm either going to have to hop up during, you know, new members time of mm. of of uh, the sermon. Right. When they're like, hey, is there any new members? You know, stand up, greet stand yourself, up tell us a little bit about yeah. yourself. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. So you either got to hop up during a new members thing and then have your elevator pitch, you know, and you got to be like, hi, my name is so-and-so. This is what I'm doing. I actually am coming here because I blah, blah, blah. This is music I'm making. I think. And then you actually have to show that music. So they're like, oh, okay. You know, you, you make, you know, you, you make religious music. Yeah. You know, I, I need make, to put you know, an organ on at this moment. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I make, I make, I make religion, you know, all to the grace of God, blah, 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 all that stuff. Right? right. And you get up, you play your music or whatever for them, you know, hop on a guitar, whatever your situation is, you sing or whatever. Right. And then they pass around the plate for you or whatever. Right. And you have to do that for every single place until you get however much you need to do. Right. right. So you have to be extremely uncomfortable. You have to be in the middle of a congregation of hundreds of people you know depending on how big the church blah 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 everything like that and you have to just like 
literally put your balls on the table out there and be like, do you like them? Yeah. Right? <laughs> that's literally what you got to do. That's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a fucked up way of saying it, but that's what you got to do because your balls are what you have created, right? Yep. You know, your balls are your tits or whatever you got, right? You put your genitalia out there. You have grown that. You have grown that your whole life, right? You've grown your genitalia, right? Here's a fucked up way of metaphor, right? You've grown your genitalia. When you present it out, it. you present it out to people, you like, do you like it? That's the same uh, thing with your music. Music, right you've created your music from yourself from within you just like exactly. you did your genitals right you created it from within you and then you put it out there and you lay it on the table for people and be like do you like it right <laughs> that's what you have to do right now it's a very that's a very weird metaphor but like it works I, it like, makes like sense, i always though. like i always come up with a weird thing but that's but how you sense. guys have to do it yeah it yeah. does make sense it and that's how sense. you have to do it that's how you have to do it and the medium for today yes you can go do physical stuff all you want to yeah but but grifters and scammers have kind of ruined the fuck out of that right very to much, where pe very people much. Are, people are really really hesitant when it comes to in-person stuff now, yeah. people are really, really hesitant to scams when it comes to digital as well, too. So you got to overcome that. But if you just put it out there with saying, hey, here's me. Do you like it? Just hit the like button. Keep listening. Right. Yeah. This is this is all for free. I'm not asking shit from you. Right. You put it out there. Right. And you keep putting it out there. Eventually, you can start charging and people will pay. You can start offering things for pay as well as things for free and people will pay. People will beg you, hey, is there a way? And what I always recommend people to do is, you know, just like we have at, at our website, musicmakingsensepod.com for our Word. website, everything for our website is you have an option for donations, mm -hmm. right? If you support you know, if, if somebody supports what you're doing, you have an option for people to donate to you. And for people to buy things and for people to get free things from you. Okay. And so, I mean, we do the same thing with our personal stuff and we do the same thing with this podcast as well too, right? We have right. one central location for everything where you gather all the streaming and social media platforms together in one place with all the links and you present yourself in one place, right? And then in that one place, you have the option for people to listen to your shit for free. You have an option for people to buy a couple of things or whatever if they want to. And you what have is option that, for people to donate. What's the, uh, what's the website again? Musicmakingsensepod.com. We'll put it down in the description and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I'm about to do. But, but... That is that is how you do it, right? You you give people the option mm -hmm. to either listen to your shit for free. You, like you give people the option for free stuff for them to gift you money, right? And for them to purchase something off of you. You give them the option because so many times I see people who are trying to sell things that they can't even get people to take for free. And, right. and and then they wonder, oh, well, people don't support local artists. I'm like, no, it's not because you're local. It's because you're not doing it right. You're not doing it right. Yeah. You know, and and, and all of that shit. So I know to, how to, to sell. Right. Exactly. And what? And it's not even about selling. It's about selling yourself. It's about presenting yourself. You got to know how to present yourself and how to get yourself out there. Well, right? no, definitely. But you definitely do. Yeah. But if you want people to buy the product, definitely. Mm -hmm. like, and I mean, shout out to Corey from uh, the network. He straight up said, you know, because I had asked that question and I was like, man, how? Because because we in fact, we were talking about the rock and metal artists and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And I was talking about, you know, getting them to 
to buy in to get in and get buy in to take coaching courses for music marketing. And mm-hmm. he straight up said it's sales. Mm-hmm. Said it's, yeah, it's absolutely. Down to the psychology of sales. Absolutely. And, and see, the thing is, is that if people value what you're giving them for free, mm-hmm. you will have people out of the people that value what you're giving them for free that will want to they move want to donate. up. Yeah. They either want to donate, they'll want to buy in, yep. and, and then they'll go to different levels and stuff like that. And and yes, it is sales. Subscribe. However, however, sales has like a, the word sales and selling has a very negative connotation for a lot of people. So that's why I reposition it and say, you know, yes, it's sales. But what it more so is, is you presenting yourself and what you have to offer to people. And you need mm-hmm. to get that out in front of as many people as possible. And then you need to have as many options as possible for people to support you, right? You know, like, share, subscribe, follow, stream, right? right. Those are all You can't free, be afraid of the ways. call, but you can't be afraid to do the call to action. No, you can't. And if you don't know how to do that, then you either go and learn how to do it yourself or you find somebody who knows how to do it and you work like us. Yeah, like (laughs) us. Right. Right. One of the two. Right. One of the two. And and it it just comes down to that. And to circle back around to how we started with with the features and stuff like that, you know, it all ties together. You have to do things for free. And you have to put it out there and give people stuff in order for people to want to start investing in you, right? Mm -hmm. Because what you're going to have is, you know, you keep doing collabs and stuff like that with people, features and everything like that. You're doing it for 50-50 splits only. And then, you you know, you you haven't even raised the bar yet on investment required from the other person. You're going to start having people be like, hey, man, I see you featuring with all these people. I'd love to get a feature from you. I'll pay you 500 bucks or Mm -hmm. whatever, you know, and then you just you do some negotiation. You work it out with them. You see what's up or whatever, you know, and it'll keep growing from there. That's that's how it goes. Like, dude. T-Pain drops so much knowledge, right? He He drops gems. Shout out to so much knowledge because he left. He left the game to go independent because he got tired of the bullshit where they were stuck yep. in old mentality. Yeah. There's this one clip I will try to find, but there's this one clip where he was talking about we how to start doing that too. sharing. Yeah. Doing some share how, screens and stuff. That'll be fun. Yeah. We'll start. We'll start doing that. We'll put it yeah. up on the, on the socials and shit like that yeah. too. When we find good clips as well too. But, Apps. but he, 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 he was talking about how he did 17 features in one year. And his management, his professional label level management, his label and everything like that, were telling him, hey, you're doing too much. The mm-hmm. average artist only does between two and five features a year. You're doing too much. You need to stop doing as much. And he was growing like a fucking rocket ship. Yeah, he was. And he they was were saying, shooting. and they were saying, you're doing too much. That's not how <laughs> we do things. And they really made me believe that I was doing too many features. I had too many songs on the radio. I was I was doing too much work, and I need to fall back. My nigga, a month after I fucking fell back, Jay-Z released DOA. A month after I was like, you know what? Maybe it is too many features, and I agree with them, and they, they convinced me that I need to fucking sit down. Bro, yeah, too many songs on the radio? Who the fuck complains about that? But keep in mind, this was a time where, where you would only do like two features. If you did, if you had two features on the radio, you were the man. And I had like 20 at the same time or 17. I had 17. That was the most I had 
consecutively. I had 17 songs on the radio at the same time. And they told me I was doing too much because that wasn't the norm back then. When I started doing all them features, then fucking Akon came behind me and started doing a bunch of features for everybody. And that's when, I, that's when I'm the one that let everybody know it's okay to have more than two songs on the radio. Because usually you'd have your own single and then you'd be featured on somebody else's. And then you'd work both of those because nobody wants to go to the radio station 17 times so they can fucking promote a single. So it was always, that was the standard. So when I let motherfuckers know, hey, you know you can do more than two songs and be on the radio at the same time. When motherfuckers start doing that, now it's the standard. And now all of a sudden, anytime anybody does over fucking five features, they say, oh, this nigga the new T-Pain. Oh, this nigga the new, the the T-Pain of our generation because you got more than two songs on the radio. Because that's what we've been so used to. But now, that's just what you do. You just do as many features as you can. Because I started that shit. And that's just, that's, you can't fucking refute that. <laughs> that just makes sense. This motherfucker went from rapper turned singer in to Tallahassee, I, Florida, now, in fucking strip clubs to fucking everywhere and that's now. the same mentality that and, and Lil Wayne was doing the same fucking thing now I don't know if Lil Wayne was told to slow down or anything like that I because Lil Wayne don't talk about all the business aspect or whatever and right that's for his own reasons but Lil yeah. Wayne did the same thing remember his mixtape season from like what 2005 to 2007 he's yeah. the hottest fucking thing around he was doing ah. features on everyone's shit I remember everyone that. I mean two chains would not be two chains if he wasn't first titty boy yeah whenever him and players and players, him and, players, him and circles. players circle did yep. duffel bag boy with Lil Wayne because mm-hmm. Lil Wayne was doing a million goddamn fucking features a year yeah you know what I'm saying like two chains wouldn't have a chain nope if it wasn't for that, yeah, obviously he got to the, he grind him and him and his partner in player circle. They grinded to a level to get a feature with Wayne, right? But then and had didn't they, shout out cha- to Ludacris yeah. having right, that right. Bad, being on Ludacris, disturbing piece, yeah, everything like that, right? But see, that's the thing is that you got to grind your way up there, and you got to do what you got to do, and no matter what the standard is, oh, you got to be that the one that trips me out the most that I fucking rebel against the most is (laughs) is you got to be known locally before anybody will take you seriously globally and i say you know what fuck that shit i will not be known by a single person locally and i will be known by people globally and i'm i'm known and loved by more people in the uk and i've never fucking been there right than i am in my in my town where i live and i would much rather prefer it like that because like, not only am I a very private person, I'd like to be able to go to the store without having people want to suck my dick and get an autograph, right? Every time I try to <laughs> get go your out to stands. the store. Yeah, get all the stands <laughs> and all that shit and stalkers and have to get beef up my security around my house mm-hmm. and, and, you know, have like a shell house and then my real house and all that bullshit. I'd rather not have that shit. Yeah, obviously you could do it like La Russell. If you could do it like La Russell does it, the way he can he could gather his people, then hey, that's that, that's, that's 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 a dope ass way. That's a that's a weird situation. That's a but weird yeah, movie. I mean that's a that's an interesting situation. But but like to get back to it, yeah. What the common industry is saying that you need to do? Here's our playbook. Fuck that thing. Yeah. Because it doesn't apply anymore. What that is is another form of control where people are trying to get you to buy into their system and be under their control so they can profit off of you. you. What we are talking about here is us, for instance, helping you 
either by working with you or by you just listening to our shit when we put it out for free, right? For us helping you, for you to learn how to do the stuff yourself or to find the right people to work with on an a la carte option, right? Like I got my marketer right here. Here's this guy I work with for my marketing. Here's this videographer I work with my marketing. Instead of working for a big corporation or a big company, which is what you do when you sign to a label, whether it's an indie label or a mainstream label, you are owned by them. When yeah. they give you their, when you, whatever, whatever, whatever money they give you as either a salary or your cut or as a, a upfront, whatever the situation is, you are owned by them. There's a full legal way of how they get their money back from you and how you pay them back and how they profit off of you and everything like that. You can do it yourself now. Obviously, the bigger you start getting, the more you're going to have to offload to other people. You're going to have to hire somebody to help you with your tour, like to organize your tours for you. You're going to have to hire a social media marketing team. You're going to have to hire a PR team. You, you know, that way, what mm-hmm. that because the bigger you get, the more you're going to be able to to only focus on creating the art, performing the art. Yeah. And then, of course, you're going to have to be the one that goes on podcasts and stuff like that. And you build know, a team, do all build your, things. build your exposure and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. But you're going to have to, you're going to have to do that. But in the meantime, you're going to have to build it from the ground and you're going to have to put in more than what you get out. Mm-hmm. You got to have that long-term, you got to have that long-term thing, right? Yeah. Like jelly roll was on Joe Rogan's podcast a while, a little while back. Right. Mm-hmm. And there was a portion of it in, in there where he said, Hey man, if I was in the music industry to make money, I would have quit 10 years ago because for the first 10 years, I didn't make a fucking dime. That's the mentality you got to have is, Hey, for the first 10 years, I'm going to grind. I'm going to put as much money as I can into it without obviously ruining my life. I'm going to put as much effort and energy and, and finances as I can to grow it for at least the first 10 years. Everybody around me is going to tell me I'm crazy. People are going to tell me I'm wasting my time. Fuck them people. I'm still going to fucking do it because eventually I'm going to get to the point where they're going to have their fucking hands out being like, hey, uh, yeah, I need some help with my car. No, yeah. hey, uh, blah, blah, blah. Exactly. Like hey, that, right? Kato the producer said this. but Yeah, Kato the producer said this best, man. He's got a hat. If you guys ever check out that trucker hat he has, it says uh, overnight success is 10 years in the making. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that works for everyone, man. Everybody. I have been studying the fuck out of comedians and their strategy on how they do things. And comedians are breaking out of the I got to be in the physical for to get to get known. You know, I got to do local to get, you know, like they have been they have been in more of a box than what the music industry has because because they had to perform at clubs after club after club, like show after show that do three or four shows a night. Mm -hmm. Right. Where they're performing their fucking 15, 20 minute set, 30 minute set, whatever, like four or five times a night. And like, you know, they would have to move to a place like New York or L.A. LA, and hit and hit up all these all these comedy clubs clubs. every every single night, every single night. Boom, 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 nonstop in order to have the opportunity for somebody to see them and to put them on. Right. And and everything like that. Well, they have broken out of that now. Mm -hmm. They 
most a lot of them have their own podcast where they have on other comedians or other people they want to talk to and yeah. and and do their thing and then they put out clips of their stand up and they promote their their specials and they promote their shows and everything like that and they're growing like a motherfucker more comedians are doing arenas now than ever like per year now than they ever have before all right. Yeah. More people are like go to Netflix and go to stand up and see how many new ones come out every year just on Netflix. Yeah. yeah some of these are big name people with some some of these are medium name people as well, too. But a lot of these people are getting up. And what these what these comedians are doing is they're supporting each other by having each other on each other's podcasts and everything like that. Talking right. about each other, supporting each other and not having a famine fucking mentality. They're having a feast mentality. Yeah. And there's some leaders in that, like Joe Rogan, who has a very, very feast mentality. He does not have famine mentality. Mm -hmm. And so he's spreading that love. And then that is trickling down to everyone. And comedians are using technology. They're using social media. They're using all of these platforms in order to get their stuff out there, out there. and to grow yep. their platform. And they're doing it from the ground up and they're fucking skyrocketing. Yeah. All right. And that's actually wish... what artists need to do because artists they definitely. Like, like the, the 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 path for comedians was grind your ass off for years and years and years, pay, playing clubs, barely fucking making it and getting by until you get lucky one day and get on a sitcom or get your own sitcom. And then you can get your own HBO special exactly. and then you're good. Then you're in movies and then you're good, right? Yeah. They don't have to do that no more. Nope. They don't have to do that no more. They create their own space, their own platform. They have their own podcast. They have their own shows. They put their own content out there. And then people start begging them, hey, I will pay you $4 million to be in my movie, please. Yeah. Right? People come to them. And that's what you need to do. You don't need to beg for shit. And you there's so many. Come to you. Dude, and the thing is that also, the thing is, the thing is now, if with social media, those people are now watching. Mm -hmm. They're Absolutely. looking for they're looking for that that person to if you like okay let me give you guys a great example I'm gonna give y'all two great examples because we're gonna get ready to wrap it up because I know you gotta be get ready to go but right, right. I want to give you really two good examples and I will be quick and give you good details. All, good. all right, so first one is me with I'm doing um I'm putting together a a, a, a put together a, a project for with Men's Warehouse. Okay, I want to do I want to do this jazz project with them. And I've been able to showcase that by posting content online, shouting out men's warehouse, even like showing myself practicing the jingles that I'm I'm detracting the stems of the jingle that I'm gonna do for them. They responded positive, yep. ple pleasantly responded, and now I'm getting that thing together. Okay. So that one, and then here's the thing, a, a, a tip I want to show y'all and we'll also talk about, but then there's this place, there's this um, band on TikTok and they're starting to grow on um, on Instagram and everywhere else as well. But they're from like, they're from UK and they're called Cava uh, Louise, okay? And this, the, the lead, the, the lead, the front lady, the main lady of the band, the boss lady, she has... She's a bass player and a, a keyboardist and a fucking vocalist. She's Damn. dope as hell, right? But she also creates their videos and things like that. And when I first heard them on TikTok, I ended up duetting a video with me throwing my horns up and across it, God damn! 
him. And I'm fucking just, I'm just windmilling my ass off <laughs> on Helen, bro. Because that shit captivated me. And then as time went on and following them, I started seeing her, her genius behind creating videos. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what I'm saying is this to you guys. If you guys don't even understand how much technology and shit you have in front of you and the creativity that you are able to display. Just just tap into it. Like, I mean, if you think about hard rock and metal bands with the imagery and all that stuff, right? Why would you not want to create your own videos and, and be able to get people to cap and captivate them even with live streaming? And have full creative control. And have control. full creative control. And Absolutely. you can get people. And then that's where, if you get club and venue owners, they're looking like, wait a minute. Okay. If I get these guys in this place, it's going to blow the F. It's going to blow the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Right? So now they're going to start wanting to change the way they do things. I'm going to start it. asking you, and they're gonna hey, ask I will guess. pay you to come perform here, please. Exactly. And then they'll be talking, and everybody's talking about, well, why are there all these venues wanting to take merch cuts? Because they're trying to make up, like you said, for lost times. So now yep. if you're able to, if you're able to get a draw on your, on your social media platforms and you start talking about shows and things like that, People are going to buy in. If you've already put out an album and you're going to be playing at a venue to promote the album, why aren't you not utilizing social media a -hmm. lot more? Progenitor, love you guys, but I got to say that one. They'll know who I'm talking about when I... (laughs) They'll know who I'm talking about. God damn it. But like, they can do that. Like, I mean, they they, because they have that imagery. They have all the, the, the... It's there. And they're not utilizing social media to really draw the fans and to get those commercials and things and free little ass that they could do. Boom. And having that creative control. And and one thing I wanted to, to circle back on, if y'all mm-hmm. missed that, is that this motherfucker right here, KP, just said how he started putting out his own jingles that he was creating for Men's Warehouse for free on his social media and tagging them in it. And then they reached out to him in a positive light. He did not keep going to them and being like, you know, trying to market his stuff to them directly. But he was putting it out there. People were liking it and it gathered steam. All right. That kind of thing is what you can do. Okay. And, and, and affiliate programs are the way to go nowadays. Oh if man! You, if you want to work with a if you want to work with a brand, they do it through affiliate. Well, in order mm-hmm. to get on with them for a lot of affiliates, you gotta have a social presence. They don't give a fuck about your live shows. Nope. You know, if if you want to have an affiliate program with 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 Men's Warehouse or Nike or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying whatever you want to have an affiliate program with, you know. You got to have the social presence. Nike won't even accept you if you don't have a million followers on your Instagram. They won't even look at you. Exactly. They won't even accept you. And and that's not for them to give you a check up front to do some shit for them. That's for them to cut you in on a percentage of sales that you generate for them based off of your unique URL. Exactly. 
All right. If you don't know how you affiliate programs work, it's very, very simple. You get a unique URL or a unique coupon code. And I mean, you've, you guys have heard it. If you guys listen to podcasts, you've heard it, right? You And then when people go to that URL or, or to that company's website and they purchase something using your URL or your code, then you get a certain percentage off of off of that sale as right. a commission. You're a salesperson, especially, right? They're mm -hmm. not paying you a damn thing up front. You're literally, you know, you're you're killing what you eat, right? You're eating yeah. what you kill. You're eating what you kill, right? Yeah. Everything like that. But you have to have the platform to be able to to you gotta meet certain criteria. You can't have 40 followers on Instagram and be like, oh, I want to try to, you know, get an affiliate program with Nike. Yeah, I understand they're not gonna pay me anything up front, but I want to start pitching this to my people and making some dollars off of it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But they look at they look at it from a, a metrics perspective. Yeah. You know, like it, it's it's a very very small percentage of the people that are exposed to something that actually click on it and then a small percentage of that that click on it that actually follow through follow with the purchase through. they yep. have the metrics they can see all of that shit through analytics and so they know hey it has to get exposure to millions of people before hundreds of thousands of people will click on it before thousands of people will purchase exactly that's how it works. And that's, that's how, how your marketing has to be as well, too. You have to put your fucking music out in front of millions of people before hundreds of thousands of people will click and listen before thousands of people will purchase. Yeah, that's how I mean, it goes. And even you like can, if you, you can't do, do one for you can't one, do one for one. Like, and if you're doing like sync licensing, like you got to make one of those things with sync licensing. Like that's a way, a great way to break through as an artist. Mm -hmm. um, Lizzo is one of those artists that's breakthrough. There's a couple other artists that made their breakthroughs from sync licensing. So mm -hmm. being able to focus, like be, if you trying to look like, like if you're trying to make the money right now, if you're looking at that, you know, invest into a small pocket of sync licensing. Okay. Invest into one of the, um, and in, into like taxi or song trader. Right. And Something. really focus your music around really focus, writing your music, creating moods and themes. Don't worry about trying to write hit songs, focus on moods and themes. And then this way you start getting your money. If you if you get one of your songs get selected, that's a, that's a check. That's a mm -hmm. check. Every time that's played, that's lifetime, right? Exactly. That can help and fund your career. Exactly. And see, like, you don't have to do all of these things that we've no. mentioned here today. We've dropped a lot of fucking shit on y'all. You're probably gonna have to re-listen a couple of times, which is pretty cool because, right. you know, you know, it runs up our stream. So it up. It. <laughs> right. But, but, but you don't have to do all of it, but you got to do something. Yeah, do something. And there's plenty all, of things that you all, can do. Just yeah. find your niche. Exactly. Really. All of the things that we put out as saying these are what doesn't work anymore. This is old school shit and everything like that. Don't fall victim to that, okay? Yeah. If you still want to have, like, I, I'm not against ground game 100%, right? I'm against, you You can have a ground game and you should have a ground game, but I'm against you having ground game as your majority. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I Don't make it your full 100% and you're exactly. not using, you're not utilizing it, social media to help you really get that ground game. Popping. Exactly. I think majority of it should be social media and yeah. minority of it be ground game, stuff like that. I'm not 100% against it, right? Yes, I right. take an extremist view sometimes and I say, fuck it, I'm never doing a show. You got to pay me $100,000 to do a show, right? <laughs> stuff like that. But <laughs> you right. got to build the demand. You can't yeah. go out begging. Right. If you if you're looking for a handout, Bill, when, don't beg. See, see, the thing is, is that if you have your handout all the time, the people that put money in 
have mm-hmm. strings attached and they will take that string and wrap it around your hand and eventually wrap it around your fucking neck and strangle you to death. Or cut them for off. Every, for everything that you got. Yep. Or they cut them drain, off. They will drain everything out from you and then once it's done, then they'll release the strings. Yep. Once you're nothing. Right? Once yep. you're nothing. I exactly. mean, that's how it goes and if you don't know, go now listen you know. to T- <laughs> go listen to T-Pain talk about his journey where he was making millions of dollars and then he had he got to a point where he he was so squeezed by the industry and drained of everything that he had to borrow money from somebody to get fast food for his kids yeah they squoze that shit out of him dude oh exactly my God. so so take the information we got here keep tuning the fuck in obviously yeah. keep like share follow subscribe and tell at least one person that you know about us about what we're doing here with this show if you want to work with us reach out to us you know like i said all the information will be down in the in the description, description of wherever you're listening or watching and everything like that right here right now make sure you like share follow subscribe support the fuck out of us in any way shape or form possible and like I said, if you want to work with us, you want to pick our brains, we do do free consultations for the first consultation, get a feel for you, you get a feel for us, we see what we can do to help you out and stuff like that. And then we go from there on whatever you want done. All right. But in the meantime, we're going to get the fuck up out of here. This has been another great episode right here of Music Making Sense podcast with KP and me right here, your boy, Harkos. Up in this motherfucker. You all have a good one, and we'll see you next time. Any last words, KP? Holla at y'all, man. Love y'all. Shout out <laughs> to my man, Marco Harcos. Boom. This is making, or music making sense podcast, y'all. Boom. We out. Yeah. <laughs>